history is doomed to repeat itself. Gabriel Garcia Marquez wrote in his novel, 100 Years of Solitude, Time is not passing. It was turning in a circle. 100 Years of Solitude is about seven generations of the Buendia family, beginning with José Acardio Buendia and his wife, Ursula Iguarana, who discovers the fictional land of Macondo in the real-life Colombia. What follows is a tangled narrative of magical realism as Macondo is exposed to the outside world. Macondo is not only a place of discovery for José Acardio Buendía, but is a place of magic infused with violence and a warped sense of time. You see, every member of the Buendía family is doomed to return in some form or another. As the novel states, he really had been through death, but he returned because he could not bear the solitude. The family either returns to Earth in the form of a ghost, or is reincarnated as a different member of the family. The only problem is that every reincarnated member is doomed to repeat the same mistakes. These constants, cycles, and repetitions of every action and story that surrounds each family member is a repeated theme throughout the novel. Every ending is also a beginning. Everything stays. However, the stability of anything is constantly under question. The stability of mental sanity, the stability of ever-changing economic development of Macondo, the stability of violent political unrest, the stability of the world itself. Marquez grew up in Colombia during a time of intense civil unrest. His grandfather was a socialist, fighting in the war against the Colombian conservatives. Colombia was beginning to finally instate its own democracy and was in the process of making an important resolution in their history, that being of an independent nation. American companies, however, took advantage of their shaky economic growth by installing their own trading networks in small villages around the country. Colombia had only one main export during this time, bananas. Marquez's village had one of these American fruit companies present in his own village growing up. They opened up a plantation in which Colombian workers would work and harvest in despicable conditions. These workers also received substitute money, only being able to spend it at company-owned stores and suppliers. When these workers fought back by demanding suitable working and living conditions, these companies hired and trained militiamen to kill them. This was known as the Banana Massacre. In 100 Years of Solitude, Macondo is gradually exposed to the outside world as colonizers and immigrants settle in the village. These people, however, are not seen as such. In the eyes of the residents of Macondo, these people are magical beings, infused with power and extraordinary abilities they had not seen before. These beings are controlling, disrespectful, and do not adhere to the wishes of their inferiors. These people symbolize the aforementioned fruit companies. Eventually, as a plantation is incorporated into the community and economy of the village, the employees and farmers begin to strike.
As they gather in the square to protest, the company placed 14 militiamen on top of a building nearby. They shot and killed all 3,000 men in the square except one, Jose Acardio Sangudo, a descendant of Jose Acardio Buendia. What plant did the plantation export? Bananas. Colombia, in Marquez's opinion, repeated its own violent and oppressive history, similar to its colonial past. Marquez incorporates this theme with his own novel and that everything always returns to the beginning. It seems nothing ever ends. Nothing can ever change. This is false, however. Change is not always about appearances and the mistakes that are made. Each character is its own, with a different name and different relationships. Each living in a different Macondo than his or her predecessor. This battle between change and constant is one that is itself repeated throughout the book. The magic is used as an element of great change, yet it is constantly returning. The theme of reincarnation, a constant soul through different bodies. So begs the question, how does it end? If the characters are reliving the same errors and tragedies of the past, how did they finally escape such an infinite loop of misfortune? The seventh generation Buendia, Aureliano Babylonia, dedicated his life to deciphering the prophecies of Melchiades, a gypsy who brought technological marvels to Macondo during its early days. This text is in Sanskrit. It contains the entire history of Macondo and its future. It must never be deciphered at length, according to Melchiades. Eventually, Aureliano Babylonia would decipher the entire text. The last statement of the novel reads, Before reaching that final line, however, he already understood that he would never leave that room, for it was foreseen at the City of Mirrors, would be wiped out by the wind and exiled from the memory of men at the precise moment when Aureliano Babylonia would finish deciphering the parchments. And then everything written on them was unrepeatable since time immemorial and forevermore. Because races condemned to 100 years of solitude did not have a second opportunity on earth. This city of mirrors is Macondo, and its long history of reincarnation, violence, and the Buendia's family comes to an end, as Melchiades prophesied. Similar to Melchiades' texts, Marquez's novel reflects the entire history of the Buendias, and only when it reaches its end does the world of Macondo and the lives of the Buendias come crashing to an end like a shadow of death.